Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are v, vim, or it, it's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at The Voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter and co-host at Topple Thrones. You can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. Sorry, I have granola in my mouth. <laughs> you could have just let Honestly, one of us don't say even, it. Don't even follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet. Co-host is my home now. I can post long blog posts about tabletop role-playing games, which means there's no other social media website for me. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Season six. We're back from hiatus. Yeah. Hi, yeah. besties. We missed you. Yeah. We are funny, officially we in Gamble Era. I did the yeah, math. We're going to be in Gamble Era until at least the spring. Yep. Um, there was no Castiel in these two episodes. I'm fucking no. suffering. Where's the fucking <laughs> He comes point? next week. He comes next week. He's going to be okay. in next week's episode. And it's going to be really good to make up for it. But there's no Cass here. Yeah. It's really Wait, sad. is that the man who would be king? No, that's in no. the season. Oh, my God. Man. It's, it, it goes, okay, so today we're talking about Exile on Main Street and Two and a Half Men, and the next week is the third man, and that's a funny bit of continuity, I think. Oh, yeah, that is it is good. I'm, I'm kind of sad that we broke it. That's nah, fine. Anyway, content warnings for these episodes will include... Content warnings for this episode include hallucinations, kidnapping, home invasion, children in danger, death of parents, death of a significant other, implied child death, and sexual assault by a way somebody is tricked into sex thinking that the person they are having sex with is their partner when they're not. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. All right. Shall we shall we begin here with Exile on Main Street? Yes. Oh yeah, let me get my I forgot I had out. a first synopsis, I would have just started. <laughs> um six one Exile on Main Street was written by Sarah Gamble because it is the season premiere and she is now the showrunner. Yeah. Uh, we open with a really good montage of Dean having a suburban life with Lisa and Ben, intercut with similar shots of him doing huntery things, uh, that parallel it's his really current good. domestic lifestyle. It's very tasty, we'll talk about it. Then Dean is at a, a bar the shots. with his neighbor friend Sid, and the waitress gives Dean her number without his even asking, and he tears it up and calls himself unavailable. Growth. Uh, but then he starts <laughs> noticing signs of a possible case with, like, claw marks and blood and whatever, and he goes and, like, oh, explores this very haunted-feeling abandoned building. Um, so he starts researching that on the down low, and Lisa accepts his lame excuse, and he covers when Sid sees his gun, and he is very clearly clinging to this by, like, the skin of his teeth. Um, so then he sends Lisa and Ben to the movie so that he can scope us out. And in his own garage, he's confronted by Az Azazel. Uh, what is yeah. he doing here? He's dead. And so he like mocks Dean for thinking that he could have this while he like strangles Dean. But as Dean is about to pass out, somebody saves him. It's Sam. What? Just kidding. We already knew he was alive. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sam says, oh, and this is, I forgot to say, this is a year later. Um, it's been one year of Dean living with Lisa. Uh, Sam says that he was poisoned by a gin and hallucinating, but he, Sam, is real. He does, like, the whole silver knife test and drinks salted holy water, um, mm -hmm. and so they hug. Aww. And uh, Sam says that Cass hasn't answered Sam's prayers, at least he gets mentioned. Um, and Sam has no idea how he got back. He searched for weeks, which tips Dean off, and that's how we learn that Sam has been back for about a year, pretty much the whole time, without yeah, telling like, Dean. Like, immediately after he went into the pit, he just got Dave's exed out of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so Sam decided that Dean was better off having the life that he wanted, and so he just didn't fucking tell Dean that he wasn't dead. 
Um, we'll <sighs> talk about that. It's going to keep coming up. Don't worry about it. It's a thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, then Sam has been working in the meantime instead of with Dean with their extended family, the Campbells, from Mary's side. So Gwen, Christian, and Mark are cousins, and Samuel, their dead grandpa, is there. And so they, uh-huh. their hypothesis is that whatever got Sam up brought Samuel down. Uh, it's, it's working theory. They have nothing to go on. And so they discuss the Jin case. Jin have all kinds of new lore now. Um, they're, like, more powerful with their hallucinations. Uh, they just need yeah. to touch you, and they could look like anyone. Um, Samuel had a cure for their poison, which is what just saved Dean. It's whatever. They, they want to be raising the stakes. Fine. Dean insists on checking on Lisa and Ben. The cousin who was sent to guard them is dead. Rest in peace. Uh, the transcript calls him Johnny Campbell. I don't know if we even know his name. Um, <laughs> Dean is very panicky, and so he brings Lisa and, because his house is under attack. And so he brings Lisa and Ben to Bobby, who knew about Sam and also didn't tell Dean. Um, Lisa and Dean, they talk about like why Bobby didn't tell him. But for purposes of the synopsis, we're moving forward. Lisa and Dean discuss what Sam's reappearance means for them, and Dean apologizes for the monster attack. And Lisa says that even if Dean was a mess, this was the best year of her life because she just wanted a dad for Ben. Aw. Mm-hmm. It's almost like fathers are a theme of the show or something. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean gets into a pissing contest with the cousins because they're all making fun of him for going soccer mom. Samuel tells him to get back into the life because big shit is hitting the fan this season, and the cousins clear out so that they can have this whole plan to use Sam and Dean as bait for these three Jin who don't want to be outnumbered. Um, and so Sam refuses to talk about the cage. They're interrupted by Jin attacking Sid's family next door. Dean, like, charges in. Um, and so he gets dosed with poison again, and he hallucinates Azazel giving Ben demon blood and putting Lisa on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, it's rough. And then the cousins presumably save the day while Dean is gurgling. Um... <laughs> Sam and Dean argue over whether it's safer for Dean, well, for Lisa and Ben, for Dean to stay with them or to leave them, and Dean insists on staying with them. Sam says that he needs Dean around because Dean didn't even think about whether to go after Sid because he cares, but Sam wouldn't have thought to try, and Dean finds this unlike Sam. Hmm. Uh, Dean offers the Impala, and Sam rejects it and leaves in his own car, which is also, hmm, I wonder what's up with Sam this season. Don't worry about it. Um, Emma, you forgot a very important note here. Uh, which is that they kidnap the female Jin. They don't kill her. Oh, you're right. And, I'm sorry. That did happen. And <laughs> he's like, we need to, d- let's do this while Sam and Dean, like, aren't around. Like, we don't want them to know that we did this. Yeah. Which that was in, like, kid- <laughs> my very quick, like, while Dean is not really conscious, so the transcript yeah. wasn't super clear there. That's my bad. You're right. They did not kill that Jin. They took her somewhere. They kill They kill the, the man. They capture the woman. Um... And, and uh, there's this really, like, uh, Sa- Samuel does, like, this really ominous look at the ca- at the camera. The Campbells have extremely bad vibes in both this episode and the Terrible next episode. Terrible vibes. The Campbell vibes are just rotten. The vi- yeah, just absolutely <laughs> rancid. They, the, mm, they're, like, a weird compound in the next episode. We'll talk about that. I don't know what's going on here, but and, I don't like it. And Dean is the only one who's sus about it. Sam's like, meh. Sam's been working with them for a year. He's like, come on, Dean, I know the lay of the land. You don't. Let's just go along with me, okay? Um, And Dean's like, but I don't like these people. They're mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) And also, they are very weird, like, creepy. They have some sort of conspiracy (laughs) thing going on, but also they're mean to him. It just happens to Uh be. (laughs) Uh Wyatt, what were you going to say about Sam? Um, He's like... It's in the next episode. I felt like there was a little bit more like, okay, what's exactly going on here? Uh, like, there's a bit where um, Dean's like, I don't trust you guys. Like, I want we're try- I want to figure out like what's up with this. And Sam's like, me too. Um, in a slightly more like, I'm still on their side, but also like, I too think this is weird at the very least. 
But uh, we'll talk about that when it comes up next episode. Yes. Sam is... Hmm. I like Sam in these two episodes. I think Sam is interesting when he's not with Dean or, like, when he's forced to, like, be on his own. He's had yeah. some some off-screen growth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Excited to see where the rest of season six Sam's thing I mean, goes. being trapped in a torture chamber with Lucifer and Michael will do that to a bitch. Well, he was only there for, like, a day. Well, yeah, we but know hell, hell time, time, works. time hell doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. True, 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 true. Also, I would argue... Even a day in the cage with Michael and Lucifer would be pretty bad for you. I, I would imagine it's just like when you go over to a friend's house and uh, they start arguing with their sibling or whatever, and you just have to kind of sit there and watch it awkwardly. No, it's like when you go over to someone's house and their parents start fighting in front of you. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> and you're just like, um, do I leave? Can I leave? Should I, should, can I, can you leave? <laughs> That's why Sam's out. It's because <laughs> Lucifer and Michael got embarrassed that he was just there to watch their fighting. Yeah. What about Although Adam? I guess, I guess with that logic, they should have let, uh, they, sh- they should have let, uh, I keep wanting to call him Jake, that's not his name. <laughs> Did you forget about Adam? Oh my Adam, God. thank he you. He forgot about Adam. No, with, I was just saying, with that logic, they should, they should have let Adam out. Literally, the, also. I, the Adam thing is like one of the funniest <laughs> things in the whole show. It's, yeah. it's really good. It's really it's good. It's so good. Whatever. The amount of times where I've just been talking about Supernatural to someone and then I'll like mention something and then be like, oh my god, I forgot about Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it happens every time. The first time I saw the name Team Free Will, um, I didn't process it as like free will the concept. I thought it was like team like free someone named Will. Freeing Will. And I was like, what about freeing Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, team free funny. Adam. Mm-hmm. Team free Adam, get him out of the pit. That's the the snake and Eve. Our team free Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dean's a suburban dad now. He's Dean cooking. Dean Sarah Gamble loves to give Dean a little montage of being yeah, it, a normal the, guy. The, yeah. Literally, my first two notes are in all caps. He's cooking. Dot dot dot. And then wah. Well, mine yeah, the, is uh, bed pretty smiley. He's like in bed, and like the sun is coming in all nice, and he's like really comfy, and he's in his like sleep clothes, so he's like very horishly dressed, and that he's in a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I just think when Dean is not wearing three layers, I'm looking disrespectfully. Um, uh-huh. The music, like, call the lyrics, at least on Netflix, call him a beautiful loser. Yeah, the um, song is Beautiful that's Loser exactly by Bob right. Seger. That's exactly what Dean is. He's a beautiful uh-huh. loser. He's just sitting there in bed looking mournful. It's interesting because that song's about like underachievement or like, yeah, basically. And so it's like, I don't know, Dean got like, what's the show trying to say about what Dean got here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. The, the show's, the the framing around Dean's like, Family life versus hunting is probably going to be an interesting theme of the season to talk about. Yes. Yeah, the question of what this year with Lisa, like, means to him and means to the show is, like, really delicious. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about this montage? Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Let me just see if the transcript has more details, because I only remember bits of it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm watching it right now. So he, like, he pours some salt on, like, eggs in the morning, and then we see him salting a grave. 
Um, he, like, gets out his, uh, tools at the construction site, and we see him, like, opening up the, uh, Impala's trunk with all his hunter tools. Uh, he, like, he's got a big, like, white Ford, I think, for his, his, his new car. Mm -hmm. It's certainly not the Impala, and it, like, yeah, it's a Ford truck. Um, and there's a, there's a contrasting, like, him backing it up and backing up the Impala, um... There's him, like, hammering some stuff into a wall and him staking a vampire. There's a bit where he does the, he does a buzzsaw because he's a construction worker. Um, mm -hmm. And it's that bit we talked to, it's the, it's the grizzly vampire kill with the buzzsaw mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. think, like, fresh blood. Uh, that was fun. I, I like that callback. Um, him, like, prying open wood and prying open a coffin. And then my favorite bit is the, him getting beer out is exactly the same. Uh, except it's him hanging out with Sam, and it's Sam getting the beer out in the montage, not him. Uh, and he passes it to someone else, and Sam passes it to him in the montage, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. And there's a bit where... Oh, also, he's, uh, he's, he's showing Ben... He's teaching Sam how to do, like, the car maintenance, and then he's yeah. showing Ben how to do it. Like, the Sam-Ben parallel explicitly is, yeah. like, so tasty. Um, especially considering his later nightmare. Yep. Like, um, and kids. also, we see his, like, nightly ritual where he goes around his, like, whole house and, like, checks all the windows mm -hmm. and the doors and the, like, devil's trap. Oh, I think that's later, but he's got a devil's trap under the mat. Um, He checks on Ben. He has a shotgun un just under his bed. A shotgun which... in holy water, He yeah. sleeps with, like, his yeah. hands over the side of the bed, and yeah. there's a gun in holy water right next to his hands. Yeah, which, like, I know though. Ben and Lisa know that, like, monsters exist and he was a monster hunter, but, like, next episode we see Ben, like, holding his gun and, like, playing with it and, like, wanting to learn how to shoot it. Don't just leave a gun lying around, Dean. Like, yeah, I know you gotta protect yourself and your family, but don't just leave it lying there. I hope it's not loaded. <sighs> yeah, that's the opening. It's good. It's good uh, at establishing, like, mm -hmm. Dean's new routine. Mm-hmm. It's effective with the juxtaposition. It's really um, good. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, the opening actors uh, spoil that Azazel's gonna show up later because it says Frederick <laughs> Lane. I was like, Frederick Lane? Is Azazel's back? Only kind of. Question mark? <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's so funny. I'll never pay attention to that. Yeah, the only time I look at the actors is to see if Misha Collins is listed. <laughs> Fair. Me watching Doctor Who. Not for Misha if Collins. Misha for... for... <laughs> For um, God, can you fucking imagine? Put me let let's make Misha Collins the Doctor's gay lover in uh, season fourteen. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Reparations make him kiss. Exactly. I was literally gonna say, Misha, this is how you can can make reparations for the bikes the oh, bikes bygate. <laughs> um, are we moving to the the bar scene? This guy Sid is so schlubby. Yeah, I love very much Oh, you know what? He's the exact same character type as um, Sean from What We Do in the Shadows. Like, he's literally the neighbor next door who's, like, just some guy. Mm -hmm. he's, he's literally some guy. just some guy. He dies, right? He did the gin Yeah, kill. I think the gin killed really him, sad. yeah. He didn't, him and his wife sad. seemed happy. They didn't deserve yeah. to die. You're Welcome to Supernatural, the show Shut where up. innocent people don't deserve to die. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Um, yeah, we open with Sid saying something about, like, thank God this is before Facebook, because it'd be me and that goat all over the internet. So, like, uh -huh. he's telling a silly story, you know? But, like, before Facebook specifically is so funny. Like, that's how they uh -huh. would go viral at the time. Yeah. Uh, 
2011. A more innocent time. Oh, it's actually 2010. Yeah, it's October of 2010. Yep. A more innocent time. So true. I love how um, it's been a year. Dean, Dean, in the montage, Dean handed a beer over to Sid while he was barbecuing. And only now is Sid getting around to being like, so what was your life before you moved here like yeah yeah this is like a this is like a like week six of friendship like question not like week 53 or whatever yeah Uh, i mean the implication is that he's probably asked dean this before and dean has been evasive and it's a thing he keeps asking him because he's like come on you know me for this long you owe me the dirty secrets or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah he's just the gory details he doesn't know how right he is ha 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 uh-huh. Uh, Dean says that he was working crap jobs no one else wanted, like pest control, and then like that way he can say things about the hunter lifestyle without actually saying that he's a monster hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. Do you guys catch that the uh, that this is where Dean gets poisoned? Yes, I mean it's afterwards the... when she shows up. Oh, I was the... like yeah, that makes sense. But also yeah, she's the, the only other the, character the... who touched him besides Sid. So yeah, like it's that's not the... Lisa. Yeah. Um. I did not notice, but I also wasn't paying very good attention, and I'm face blind as hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the 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 woman who writes her her name and number down on the receipt is the gin from earlier, which I like that because mm-hmm. it it reframes the like Dean's got game thing from like, well, actually, she was trying to like bait him in, mm-hmm. and so of course she gave him his her she she gave him her number there we Pronouns go are hard. <laughs> um oh, yeah I he says it's like chicks something. specifically dig unavailable guys and as he rips it up he goes who knew um implying maybe like if he knew that he would have pretended to be unavailable earlier um, uh-huh which is not great but at least he isn't cheating on lisa yeah Perhaps we've had evidence to the contrary at some point. I don't know. Dean said a lot of stuff. But I don't get the vibe. Like, I don't get the vibe that Dean would cheat on anyone. He, like, he's fairly loyal to people. Yeah, he's it's too just clingy that, like, to cheat. Like, he, yeah, yeah, he yes. doesn't want to be the one to ruin things. He thinks it's going to explode anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't have committed relationships very often. Yeah, exactly. So when he like, does, they are always something special. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before Lisa, he said, like, the longest relationship he's had, he said this in uh, Sam Interrupted, the longest relationship he had was Six about two, two weeks. Oh, I two think. months. Two, two whatever. Weeks? Some very really? short, I don't know. I might be misremembering. I thought it was, like, at least a couple months, but I believe you. Was that Cassie, I wonder? Not that the show's ever going to acknowledge her again. I mean, it must I be. Oh, no, Cassie. it is. It says, okay, Dr. Cartwright in Sam Interrupted, who's actually it's, it's right. Dean's hallucination, says, when was the last time you were in a long-term relationship? And she defines long-term as more than two months. He says never. He's never mm, had okay. a relationship longer than two months. That includes Cassie. But he was in love with her. Um, yeah. He was in love with her. He falls in love so fast. I love this little boy. Yeah. I mean, he all like he's willing to spend the rest of his life with Lisa, who he knew for like no time at all. Yeah, they were a one night stand, and then like another meetup, and then he showed up on her doorstep, and she was like, "Come move yeah. in with me," because she is a cool yeah. girl. So true. I I um, yeah, it's we'll talk more about Lisa. Yeah, we have to. This is there's there's. Uh, like, it's not that deep, and then also, like, but what if it was? 
uh-huh. yeah, for, for so her true. entire characterization. Like, she exists as she is because the plot needs her to be Dean's little girlfriend yeah. on ice. But, it like, why, why would she as a person do that? Yeah. So, tasty. Mm-hmm. I am fond of um... Dean Lisa's lavender marriage. <laughs> I'm not a gay Dean truther, but I think the Dean Lisa is the most compelled I've ever been. Mm. Uh, then we get his little house investigation, which doesn't go anywhere, but There's a I felt like Ooh. it was... Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. I like the weird house, though. I liked it's like, I don't know, there's like sheets up everywhere and the lighting is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have him like investigating and like calling the police and being like, did anyone go missing? And they're like, no, nah, man. Yeah. He says, I've been a cop for a long time on yeah. this conversation, which is interesting. Um, he's like, I don't know, I guess pretending to be like a private investigator or something. He like knows this guy, so... He's obviously cultivated some kind of relationship with a police officer uh, in this town as a way of, like, keeping an eye on things. That's the that's the hmm. vibe I got, anyway. I don't know if he knows this guy. He, he says that he was calling Sid, but he's lying about that, so mm-hmm. I don't mm. think he knows anybody specifically. I think he's just calling in, like, anonymous tip where he's claiming to be a cop so that they'll trust his hunch more. Mm-hmm. He's playing on their biases. <laughs> Okay, you're probably correct. I'll 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 believe that. There was a the I don't know, there was a I guess it's just him like faking it, but like I don't know, it's interesting the way he talks a little bit made it Yeah, he might know the gave guy, me a more know. familiar vibe. I don't know. It it he doesn't say really I'll matter. call you tomorrow. It's not so gonna... I don't know. Um then Lisa shows up and goes, It's eleven thirty and he goes, Is it really mood? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know. He, yeah, he may have just been saying that and then like we didn't hear the guy going, Huh, what? on the other end and then he hangs up. <laughs> teens version of saying love you too uh-huh enjoy your movie you too um then dean almost shoots the neighbor's dog uh and covers oh. really smoothly i think for dean um where he's like oh yeah i thought it was a possum and you know i was in pest control it's, it's... possums are your friends don't don't kill possums they get rid of lyme disease and they're good good at uh cleaning up the neighborhood mm-hmm. don't kill possums yeah they're your friends um before that i just want to say uh we get some some jacking mm-hmm. when um Le- when he's like i'll be right up and then lisa like turns and leaves and then like we see the smile that he had on for her just slowly fade off of his face mm-hmm. we have this he, a like, couple looks times down i think because i have the same note later yeah um when dean is putting up a facade Mwah. Yep, mm, and then so he true. does his like double your check. Heart out, this, boy. this is when he checks the uh, devil's trap under the carpet. Yeah, and then yes, he really shoots the neighbor's dog. Uh, he sees like some weird like claw marks on a pole or something, and so he pulls his car over to look at it closer. He did not turn signal. His hands were on the wheel the whole time. Mm. Sending him to jail. I'm giving him a parking ticket, not a, par- a traffic ticket. He did not God. use his turn signal for sure, 100. percent Nobody in Spokane uses fucking turn signals. It's hell Awful. on earth over here, man. I <laughs> this image of Sid is so funny. Sid truly is the schlubbiest, like suburban guy. He's got his Nirvana shirt on while he's jogging. He has his iPod strapped to his arm. Yeah, I love him so much. Can, can you he's put just it in rest? Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Rip, rip to him. And this whole conversation is so like awkward. It's great. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know that when Dean's yeah, like, like huh, okay. kills it. <laughs> um, then Dean is like packing some weapons from the Impala, which has been under a tarp in the garage. 
Um, mm-hmm. I love when the Impala is Dean. Uh, and yep. then uh, Lisa comes in and Dean pretends that he is not getting weapons and he just grabs like the first tool he can find. And there's a really good post about it because this tool is not just the hammer. It's a ball peen hammer. <laughs> I have got to look like I'm not failing out of my heteronormative lifestyle. LMAO. Talk to your partner, Dean. Yeah. You want to keep them safe? Tell them there's stuff happening. He does later, but like... Seriously, man, come on. Yeah. She sees through. She sees through him like basically immediately, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does she say? She's like, um, trying to find it here. Um, she's like, "Are you hunting something?" He's like, "I thought I was, but uh, maybe I just got worked up over nothing." Uh, she's like, "It happens." He's like, "Uh, just." Why don't you go to the movies, uh, hang out, and then I'm going to look around. And she's like, okay, Well, specifically, careful. he says he has an OCD thing about this. He does say that. Mm-hmm. That's that's 2010. People use mm-hmm. that phrase yep. all the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this is interesting in terms of, like, I don't know. I've talked all the time about how I think it's neat when people just know monsters exist, and I like that they can have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good, yeah. And then as Azel shows up, and uh, I, I marked out. I got very excited. I'm happy to see him again. Yeah. It's also a really good jump scare. Like, it got me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I was not expecting this to happen so immediately. I was, like, I knew he was going to get in trouble. I thought he was going to go, like, explore something. I was like, oh, they're building tension really well with this music. And then he turned around and Azazel was there. I was like, oh, my God. I actually jumped. It was good. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't like clock the hallucination stuff at all. Like I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, You're like, sure. I'm watching this Supernatural. Show, like, this might as well yeah. happen. See, I figured He's it was just villain. a really obvious trap because I couldn't remember what happens in this episode. I thought he was just being led into a trap, like a like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, before we move too far from this, the fact that Lisa knows is like a really nice uh, contrast against the way that Sam never told Jess. Yes. Yes. Oof. Um, Dean also opens, is this John's journal or his own journal? I think it's John's journal. I don't think Dean ever kept a journal. Yeah, I don't think so. Um. And he also, the, the, uh, John's leather jacket is also in this trunk. He looks at it for a second and moves it aside. Blech. I die, I die. Um, yeah, it's John's journal. Azazel does mention, uh, Cass also. Um, so he gets two mentions here. He said, well, just like the finale. <laughs> uh-huh. He says, um, the big daddy, meaning God, brought your pal Cass back, right? So not, why not me add a little spice to all that sugar? Um, Cass is canonically <laughs> Dean's sugar, I guess. Uh-huh. So true. Um, then Azazel gives like a monologue about how like Dean has such a great suburban life. Um, did yeah. you really think you were going to get to keep all of this? You had to know that we yeah. were coming for you sometime, pal. You can't outrun your past, which, like, thesis of this episode. Yep, so and true. this is, again, like, this is inside, this is from in his head, because he's hallucinating yeah. this, which is, is tasty. Love when Dean's brain tells him the things he's scared of. He says, you've never been what I'd call brainy. Don't be mean to him, Azazel. Stop it. Like, for real, stop. <laughs> God, was it not enough to, like, kill his entire family? You have to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, you have to call him dumb, too? God. Uh, his eyes look really good in this scene, also. Yes. Yeah, because it's nice and dim in the garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got them open super wide, also, in a way. He's, yeah. like, mugging for the camera. The camera's real close on his face. Yeah, he is He is chewing the scenery. 
Oh yeah, he's great. I miss him. I miss mm-hmm. you, Azazel. I miss you, season one villains. Um, and then Sam shows up and hits him with this like syringe full of this like milky fluid, and it like sort of squirts out around where he stabs it in. I know that's, yeah, that's just because syringe. he's like not actually stabbing him. Uh, but like they should have. I don't know, cut around that or t- 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 solve that because it just it looks weird and dumb. Yeah, but whatever. Um, so when Dean comes to and Sam is sitting there, Dean's immediate reaction is like to assume that he's dead. Ugh. Yeah. Which fair? Sam is supposed to be dead. <laughs> and also, this is like the the like they're in like some shitty abandoned uh shack. Mm-hmm. Dean's on like a cot, like a fold out cot. There's, like, vines growing through the window. Sam salts the holy water and then drinks it and then makes, like, a comment about how it tastes bad. Um, I don't know if you can do that to holy water, but if you can, why don't they do that all the time? Yeah. Right? Shrug. The same reason they don't have holy water water pistols. Because they're stupid. The end. Things go down here basically the way you said in the synopsis. Is there anything we want to focus in on? Um... When he proves that it's him, that's when Dean says, Sammy? Oh. Yeah, oh yeah. And then that's, they hug, that's, which that's I already good. said, my but heart. it bears repeating because yeah. they deserve more hugs. So true. Also, uh, while they're hugging, Sam makes like this very neutral face. Yeah, he's, he's like the colon line face. Yeah, he's not reacting the way you'd expect Sam to react to getting to hug Dean for the first time in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... he... Our boy feels different. Our boy's changed a little bit over the last year, I think. Yeah, gee, I wonder what's wrong with him. What's up with Sam? Why is Sam like this? What's up this? with Sammy this season? Hmm. 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 <laughs> um, speaking of, Sam reveals that he's been gone for a year. Yep. Um, I mean that he's been back for a year, wrong word. Um, which freaks Dean out. Yeah. Yeah. He says, did you lose the ability to send a friggin' text message? Which is funny. And so Sam true. says, you finally had what you wanted, Dean. And Dean says, I wanted my brother alive. Oof. oof and Sam's oof, re- oof. response to that is, you wanted a family. Double oof. Oof. Sam's like... <sighs> this feels to me like Sam's... Uh, or I guess, you know, both of them have this, like, self-sacrificial nature. But this is, like, a lesser version of, like self-sacrifice in terms of like oh i'm just not gonna bother them like it's better for them if they don't know i'm real or like uh, real if i'm alive uh so i'm just gonna not say anything i'm just gonna vanish Mm -hmm. so i don't uh ruin what they've got and that's Mm -hmm. really sad to me yeah like i don't know the implication here is that like sam would never have gotten into contact with him like unless it turned out that he was in danger and oh (sighs) Yeah, how long was that going to go on, you know? Yeah. Sheesh. Like, we're just going to let Dean die of old age. Beats <sighs> getting pinned on some rebar by a clown vampire. Uh-huh. Anyway. Those so... vampires were actually gigolos. <laughs> Juggalos. <laughs> anyway. Juggalos, yeah. Juggalo is something else. <laughs> um, the... We meet the Campbells. About it. Yeah, yeah, we meet, we meet the, the Campbells. Campbells. Um... The, like, second thing that Gwen... Hold on a second. No, the first thing. The first thing that Gwen Campbell ever says to Dean is, my God, Uh you have delicate features for a hunter. Meg Coda of her, honestly. Yeah. It's so much. Like, what is up with Sarah Gamble and wanting to microaggress Dean for being girly? 
Like, we get it. You think Jackals is pretty. Everybody thinks Jackals is uh -huh. pretty. That doesn't mean Literally. that he's less manly. Like, what is going on on this set? Her brain. Diabolical. My god, you have delicate features for a hunter. What a weird thing to say! They don't, like, literally circle around him, but this scene has the energy of, like, Dean being surrounded by, like, a pack of wild dogs or something. <laughs> yeah. Sniffing, yeah. I don't know, just the, the way the camera, like, cuts and frames them, the, like, body language they all have, it's, like, it's doing a good job showing that, like, these people are dangerous. Like, these are- he's walked into a room with a bunch of killers. And, like, he and Sam are also killers, but, I don't know, it's interesting viewing hunters from the outside like yeah. that. Especially because they're his family. He just doesn't know them. Yeah. Like, he doesn't think of them as family, and therefore they aren't family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting considering his, like, uh, the way they talked about Adam. Mm -hmm. as, as far as, like, your family, even though, like, you've never met us. Well, Adam wasn't a hunter. Yeah. And then we meet Samuel. Also, everyone in this room has agreed to, to, like, implicitly to not tell Dean about Sam, so he doesn't trust them for that reason, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Samuel. My note says, boo his Samuel, although I've been watching <laughs> a lot of X-Files, so I less boo his him now because he also plays A.D. Skinner. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, man, like, uh, I don't know if I noted this back when, back in the flashback episode, but, um, man is built like a brick shit house. Mitch Pelegi is a very wide man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also he's taller than Dean, which also yeah, gives him more of that, like, presence. Yeah, his, his, like, head is, uh, often higher than everyone else's in the shots he's in. He, he, he's very imposing looking. My next note is on the, like, wall of pictures that Dean has of, like, Lisa and the family. Um, there's about 90 yeah. minutes remaining, but I didn't get a screenshot. Um, here, I have it. Also, rip to the, rip to the Campbell in the car. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we got his name. Um, the Campbells are later established to have a relative named Moish. I think that's how they pronounced it. It's certainly how I would pronounce it. Um, so the Campbells are Jewish. Thank you for your time. Thumbs up. That's, didn't we already know that? Yeah, because I've definitely mentioned it before. But that guy doesn't come up until later in season six. I almost okay. said season yeah, six. Yeah, I, I have a hard time remembering what we learn from the show versus what you guys <laughs> yeah. say about future events. Because I, I know that Mary's Jewish, but I didn't know whether the show... Yeah, no, I just had to look it up right now to see if that. we had mentioned that guy before. And I've mentioned him, but the show has not. Yeah, so we get, like, this bulletin board of pictures of Ben and Lisa, and Dean is in some of them. Yeah, it is cute. It's, like... Family. There's a there's a recipe for something on the wall above the... Or not on the... As part of this bulletin board, above the picture of, like, him and Lisa posing next to each other. That's, like... I think it's some kind of, like, uh... Some kind of cake, kosher salt, two sticks unsalted butter, cold and cut into pieces, plus more for the pan, two large egg yolks, two ounce jar orange marmalade, uh, and then it cuts off. I want to know what that re that's a recipe for. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of recipes. That's cute. Some financial statements. There's a recipe for walnut bread, and also something about Katie Dids. I don't know. Good, good, good set dressing. Um... So yeah, they do like a fake out here where Dean comes home um, and is like, oh no, 
Lisa and Ben are gone, and then after the commercial break, they're fine. They're they're they were just at the movies, like like they said they would be. They literally told you. Literally told them to do yeah. do that thing. But yeah, it's good. It's like the it conveys his. He panic. hugs them too hard. Yeah, she says, "Ow." Mm-hmm. I love metaphors and symbolism. So true. I like Ben's little denim jacket. Aw. Yeah. He's he's dressing like his surrogate dad. Um, but yes, they go to yeah, Bobby. They go to Bobby, and Bobby says, "I was happy to see Bobby." Uh, he like welcomes them in. It's really sweet. Um, he says, "TV's broken, but there's plenty of Reader's Digest." I love his uh-huh. house. And then he says, "Don't touch the decor. Assume it's all loaded." Um, less of a fan of that. I like it for a character note, but I would not like to be in that house. No. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Exactly. Um, which is why I suspect that yes, Dean's gun under the bed probably is loaded. That's how you I, stay alive. All I was thinking about during the scene is imagine the. Uh... Imagine the POV shift. Imagine this, like, YA novel from Ben's perspective. (laughs) When I was eight, I was kidnapped by a monster who took my place. And then this guy who had sex with my mom one time showed up to save me. (laughs) And now he's my dad. And I'm going to be a hunter just like him, Smiley. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk more about that in the next episode. Um, But yeah, Bobby knew and Mm -hmm. is like... This is what you wanted, man. Like, we didn't want to ruin it for you. And it's really interesting the way Sam and Bobby, like, are being sort of paternalistic about Dean, but also it feels warranted because we know that, like, we know that Dean is utterly unwilling to, like, take care of himself or, like, not be, not, like, throw himself on the pyre of, uh, other people, of, like, doing things for other people. So it's real, it's real rough that, like, to, in order to get him to, uh, like, actually live a life that he would enjoy and, like, be comfortable and happy in and not be in constant danger, they just literally have to tell him that his brother's not alive, or have to not tell him that his brother's alive. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bobby says, uh, woman and a kid and not getting your guts ripped out at age 30. <sighs> mm. Yep. Yeah. He is 30 now, right? He's been 30 for a, a year now? Well, if this is October and his birthday is January 24th. So. Okay. Um, and Dean, oh, Dean says um, that he doesn't even know why Lisa and Ben let him in because obviously he was a mess. He said he drank too much. He had nightmares. Yeah. So he knows that he was doing those things. He's uh, he collected hundreds of books trying to find anything to bust Sam out. Sam's like, you promised you'd leave alone. Dean says, of course I didn't leave you alone. Sue me. A damn year you couldn't put me out of my misery? Yeah. Ugh. Bobby says it's the closest to happiness I've ever seen a hunter get. And he calls him son. And he says, but you were out, he Dean. Says, and you Dean says, out. do I look out to you? Does he look he out to you? Out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I would use that word. Can't cross the same river twice. No going back. That, that'll also become more clear next episode. <laughs> and yeah, also, Dean we says, know where this is going. Oh, yeah, Dean and Lisa have their conversation, and Dean is like, I should have known that if I stayed with you, something would come, because something always does. He has so many problems. Yeah. He's not even wrong, but like that is such an unhealthy mindset to be living in. Gives you know, some your past. Disorder. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're literally... Hunt, like, when you have, like, hundreds of enemies... Like, we learn later that, um, isn't, isn't the, don't we get another, like, 
uh, sibling thing, like we did with the ghoul episode. Aren't these Jin? Yeah, these Jin um, are related to the, the Jin they killed. The Jin that we met in the whatever season we first met a Jin in. Yeah, um, was the, their father. Which is, which is good. Like like yeah, Dean's made enemies. Yeah. Um, but the reason Lisa wants him around is because he's always so good with Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Like a dad. Also, she says the guy that basically just saved the world shows up at your door. So that like he told her everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, do we, we skip the scene where uh, she sees Sam? Also, right? Yeah, we brush past that. It's before they go to Bobby. Oh yeah. I like that. Also, she's like. She Sam? clearly like, knows Sam is supposed to be it, dead. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, then, like I so said, yeah, Dean it's... clashes with the cousins. Oh, did you have yeah. more to say, Lisa? Uh, I was just gonna. I, I was just gonna transition back to moving past. Okay. I was like, so yeah, it's sad. Um. Yeah. Christian is like, "Come on, Dean. We got it handled. You've been out of the game. Leave it to the professionals." And Dean's like, "Oh, I have a better plan than you. See, it's almost like I'm a uh-huh. professional." Yeah. Get his ass. Okay. Flex. Um. I thought I recognized, uh, like the 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 dude. Um, Christian. Which one is it? It's not Mark. Yeah, Mark is the uh, one who almost never yeah, talks. I think Christian. Christian is the one who's yes. antagonizing Dean with the with the swept back hair and the like fancy jacket. I thought I recognized him from something, but uh, I checked his. I, he's no, I didn't find anything from like anything I've seen, so I don't know who he reminds me of, but. Mm. I like his leather jacket. Anyway. Oh, you know who he reminds me of? I don't think it's the same guy, but he reminds me of the Vulture from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So maybe that's mm. it. I haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so that wouldn't be it. Mm. But it's fine. Um. So yeah, they do their hunt. Uh, this is like they they go to his house. This is where we get the soccer mom bit. Uh, Samuel's like, I'll have to look that up on the internet, which I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, this guy's from the. This guy died in the seventies. Yeah. Soccer mom, I guess, wasn't a term yet. Yeah. Um. Gwen asks if the like fashion magazine right. is right. Dean's or your wife's. Um. Gwen, what is wrong with you? Why? Why do you like? Is this Sarah Gamble's self insert? Like, what else is happening here? <laughs> Literally, she's so weird about gay people. And then, uh, Mark and. Mark starts like touching Dean's stuff, and Dean's like uncomfortable with that. And then Sam makes fun of him for playing golf, for having golf, golf clubs. Yeah. And Dean goes, "It's a sport." He's such it's, a loser, yeah. and like, I don't want to yeah. be on their side making fun of him because there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. But mm-hmm. it's so funny well, that like this Dean specifically, like it's exactly it's very the same funny. thing, the same joke that Sarah's doing as um, "It's a Terrible Life." Like his hair it's is very funny because again, they're they're. In what what was his job in It's a Terrible Life? He was some marketing guy. Okay. No, no, he was in. Well, wait. It's a Terrible Life was in the office. Mm. Oh, oh, oh! It's a Terrible Life. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I meant what is the, and what the should dr- never be the the gin dream episode. What yeah, was he yeah. in that? He was a mechanic. He's a mechanic, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just think it's funny that they're leaning into like, like I guess upper middle class like suburbia or at least like solidly like middle class in terms of like backyard barbecues and golfing etc in the way that would make you think that like the stereotype would be him having an office job like i Mm -hmm. sid feels like the kind of guy who would have an office job but he's a construction worker that's the most like blue collar job you could have yeah well it works better for the montage it does i just think that's interesting Mm -hmm. i also think that 
I don't think Dean would want to have an office job. Also, he doesn't have no, of course not. Of it. course not. Of course <laughs> not. I just think the combination, like the the two realms they're playing in, are oh yeah interesting. Yeah, well, like supernatural class it's, politics have never made sense. Yes. No. Not that you can't like live a like that style of suburban life as a construction worker. Construction workers make good money. I just think it's the 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 blend of tropes are interesting is all mm-hmm. um also we learn that the the samuel says uh you don't know what you're part of dean you know you had ancestors hacking the heads off vamps on the mayflower on the mayflower that's how american they are uh-huh mm-hmm. which is so like we get it they're part of like they this whole big legacy thing that you mm-hmm. know is both very american and biblical like this show could be Mormon if it wanted to be. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not the Mormon natural. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer has entered um, the chat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's a nocturnal? Is that just like a general... I think he means like in terms of, of a car- category of monster. Yeah, yeah I think okay. he just means like nocturnal monsters. Yeah, anything that usually is nocturnal. They are now okay. walking in the daytime. Werewolves um, are off their schedules. Um, yeah, and monsters the new are, monsters. Yeah. Season six yeah, has high stakes, guys. Yeah, th- I, this freaky is freaky out there in Monsterland. I will say, despite knowing the 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 um uh reputation of this season, this is at the very least an interesting setup. Like, okay, we dealt with the demons and the angels, so we're going back to monsters now and giving them lore and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Like, if you're gonna mm-hmm. keep the show going, like that's a blank space we haven't explored yet i keep asking like okay what's up with monsters and the show's like we don't care now they care we'll see Mm -hmm. how they they ruin it (laughs) (laughs) i will say i thought the stuff with the shapeshifters in the next episode was at least kind of interesting well but yeah we'll talk about it Mm -hmm. yeah um i talked to mark this is the like you don't say much do you um mark's all right i I love a taciturn weirdo Mm -hmm. yeah it's like there in the trees He's like, you don't say much. He goes, enough. He's just casually found them. Yep. Uh, then Dean and Sam have a not conversation as they wait for the gin, where Dean gets Sam to admit that he remembers the cage, but doesn't get him to talk about it at all. Yeah. He's like, it's fine. I, I get to have, breathe fresh air, have a beer have, with my family, see you again. Why exactly would I want to think about hell? Yeah. Um, even though Dean was like, if anybody can relate. Um, they are the only two people in the entire world who have been to hell and survived as human beings, so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But Sam doesn't want to talk about it, so we'll see if that ever goes anywhere. Yep. Uh, and Sid and his wife get killed. Yeah. Uh, they... Dean yells, this is happening because of me, and charges in. <laughs> yep. And then He's we not get even his, wrong, uh... but it is miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a pretty cool effect that they do with the gin tattoos, um, for these new superpowered gin that are different from mm-hmm. the gin we've met before, in that, like, their tattoos kind of unfurl down their arms, reaching for them, and then like once the tattoos reach the part of them that is touching you, that's when like that's how they poison you or whatever. It looks very cool. It's neat. It's very um like uh it it's there to give them. It's kind of orientalist. Yeah. As far yeah, as like ooh, same way exotic like, oh, magic tattoos, tattoos. But yes, they're they're white. Which like again, I don't think it would be any better if they weren't white. But like yeah. <laughs> Um, so they poison Dean and say that was for our father. Uh, take a shot, Supernatural mentioned dads. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Chekhov's golf club comes into play here because Sam uses it <laughs> oh, to yeah. like, beat off the gin. Mm-hmm. See Dean, see, uh, see Sam, that's why Dean kept it around. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, While Dean is poisoned, there's like this horrible shaky cam. Yeah. I mean, like it's doing its job. I just don't like looking at it. Yeah, it's uh, this fight scene is kind of hard to follow in the way it's shaking around, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, then we get the uh, Ben and Lisa hallucination. Yeah. Um, where I already said this, Hazel's doing the sam and mary yep. treatment to them but he always he's while he's doing that he's saying like this something else we both know that's details there's something coming for this one and you can't stop it it's all your fault ugh mm. uh azazel does this little like finger wiggle wave to him through the window uh i liked dean is in his uh is in ben's he like falls into ben's bed like when he falls um and then yeah we get the Sam, the Sam parallels continue here mm-hmm. with uh, Lisa as Mary and Ben as Sam in this spooky dream. Yeah, Lisa as Mary, but also as Jess. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, it's it's. I was viewing this more as uh, Dean as John um, rather yeah. than Dean as Sam in this, but but yes, I mean, there's there's that. Yeah, I mean, too. like it's inescapable because Jess is Mary. So yes. Mm-hmm. That's but yeah, true. it's miserable all around. It's it's tragedy all the way down. Yep. Um then the fire still five. looks bad. Oh yeah. The fire does still look bad. It's been it's been like five years and they still can't do a good fire effect. Well, I know fire's hard to do good. The tattoos. But yeah. Yeah. And Azazel's eyes. Yeah, and the gin eyes. Yes. Um <laughs> Sam says, Look, I practically shoved you at them, meaning Lisa and Ben. And Dingo's that's a funny way to put it, but alright. <laughs> Uh huh. It is kind it's of exactly what he did. Sense. It was his dying wish. Mm hmm. Sam says, because you care. That's who you are. Ugh. <laughs> the most caring yeah. man on earth, etc. Um, like, I thought you could have it, you know, but now I'm not so sure. I mean, you gotta consider the fact you're putting them back in danger if you go back. It's like, I did this to them, I made them vulnerable to them, and I knocked on their door, and I can't undo that. But what I can do is go with the best option. Um, which he's, he's not stick wrong. With them. Like he's he did to choose them. to go to he's these normies, um, yeah. but also like he only like they already knew about monsters because Ben randomly got attacked by a changeling situation. That wasn't because Dean was involved. Like they were mm-hmm. a case where he happened to know them already. Yeah, you know, like Ben would and have this is... died anyway. Lisa would have died. Like yeah, yeah. He saved them already. That's not his fault. Like, oh, yeah. It's so tangled. It's delicious. Um. Speaking of delicious, I really like this where um, Dean says, like, uh, <laughs> Dean's like, why do you want me? Sam says, don't be stupid. He says, no, I mean it. You know, plenty of good hunters. I'm rusty. I did something seriously stupid out there. I almost got us both killed. Talking about him, like, charging in, even though uh, Sid was already dead. Um, and Sam's like, that's exactly why I want you. What are you talking about? Sam says, you just went in. You didn't hesitate because you care and that's who you are. Me, I wouldn't even think to try. Dean says, yes, you would. Sam says, no, Dean, I'm telling you, it's just better with you around. That's all. Yeah. Wah. Oh. Also, he tries to give Sam the Impala. He says she should be hunting. Take her. Yeah. But he's already got his car, just how he likes it. Mm-hmm. He's got his little Our iPod boy. in there. <laughs> Our boy's grown up. Yeah. There's some really good Jack thing as, Dean, as Sam drives away. Where he's like about to say something and then the car door closes, so he closes yeah. his mouth. So as Sam leaves, what was he gonna say? Also, this was scene, uh, the, the, it was like, sorry, go on. No, I was just wondering like if he was changing oh. his mind. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, but like maybe potentially leading into that, the the this takes place during the day. This scene is as dark and dim as the nighttime scenes. The color grading is like the bluest thing in the world here. Uh, it's miserable. Like all the light and life has faded out of his like quite um uh colorful or like what would have been colorful like lawn like there's there's like flowers and bushes yeah and Azazel says everywhere. something about like how do you keep your lawn so green so we know this is a beautiful lawn yeah. lawn culture well this see i actually beautiful th house. hey pause pause <laughs> no this is a good lawn there's like flowers and different plants and everything here well yeah like, this, this specifically is, is a bees. beautiful lawn i'm just putting in my two cents yes. so that i don't come off sounding like i support grass lawns <laughs> Right, no. I'd like this is the if you're gonna have a lawn, do this to it. Like plant lots of things so you can make a better like local ecosystem. Support the bees. Yeah. Um And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's it. Of course Sam couldn't take the Impala because Dean's not coming. Mm -hmm. I guess just to, the Impala like, has to stay stuck in the garage. The, yeah. Um just to finalize the point I was trying to make. The the shift in color here definitely I think um with like Dean potentially changing his mind Dev is definitely implying here that like he can't go back that a lot of the that things have been soured by mm -hmm. hunting coming back into his life which we'll uh we'll talk about that more next episode mm -hmm. uh all in all uh a good episode I think yeah, good, good uh, as far as like establishing the time that passed like as as far as um you know we've had some rough uh starter episodes in the show uh occasionally uh particularly season threes yeah um, it's the magnificent so, seven right that sucked yep mm -hmm. yep yeah so as far as episodes as season openers go yeah good one mm -hmm. um, we set up at least one i would say two like season arcs yeah instead of setting up an arc and then solving it immediately <laughs> yeah Oh man! Imagine if they just killed Lisa and Ben in this episode. We're like, no, time to get back on the road, Dean. I would be so mad. Yeah. I would never forgive Sarah Gamble. I wouldn't put it past her though. No, me neither. So I guess yeah, we they, should just be they, grateful they, that she didn't. They come up with their a different reason for how to get Dean back on the road, but again, we'll talk about that. Uh, actor facts. Um. Christian Campbell is played by Corin Nemec, who played Jonas Quinn in Stargate SG-1, and Parker Lloyd Lewis in Parker Lloyd Lewis Can't Lose. Uh, Mark is played by uh, Mark Campbell is played by David Paitkow, I think, who played Sam Braddock on Flashpoint. And Lady Jin was played by Laura Mennell, who played Nina Thoreau in Alphas, Thelma Harris in The Man in the High Castle, Allison Montgomery in Loudermilk, Mimi Hynek in Project Blue Book, Enigma in Batwoman, and Rebecca in Van Helsing. And, uh, I'm going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll talk about episode two, Two and a Half Men. <clears throat> so, episode two, Two and a Half Men was written by Adam Glass and directed by John Showalter. I don't know if we've heard those names before. Yeah, those are new to me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the teaser reminds us of what just happened in the last episode, and also we get a reminder that shapeshifters are a thing. Woohoo. 
Uh, in the cold open, we're in a house. A woman enters the frame holding a baby. She hides under a bed, oh, tries to keep the baby open. quiet, etc. But, of course, it doesn't work, and she's pulled from the bed and brutally mur murdered while the baby under the bed watches. Ugh. With Jean and Ben and Lisa, it looks like they just moved after the whole fiasco of last episode. Ben's not very happy about it, and he wants to go sulk on a bike ride, but Dean is paranoid and doesn't want to let them outside. Uh, with Sam, he's interviewing a detective who investigated the murder. Turns out, instead of going out for lunch, Dean ordered a pizza. He's being an ass. It switches a lot between Dean and Sam's point of view. So it's gonna... That's, that's how the synopsis is gonna be. <laughs> um, Sam is on the phone with Samuel, talking about how he doubts this case is their kind of thing. Samuel notes how weird it is, and even if it's not supernatural, baby nappings are pretty bad. In Dean's garage, we see Ben playing with a shotgun. Dean comes in and yells at him. This scene is... Oof. Ben wants to be a hunter, but Dean is adamant that he doesn't. Back with Sam, turns out that all the people who were targeted have the same security company. There's another couple that matches the MO that Sam is going to go check out. Back with Dean, Lisa comes in and asks why Dean yelled at Ben. Lisa's like, hey, what's up? And Dean deflects, of course, and then talks about why he's so paranoid. He'll blame himself if something were to happen to Lisa and Ben. Sam goes to investigate the next couple, but he's too late to save the parents. The killer attacks him, and he manages to chase him off. Then Sam, Sam finds something under the table, which we can't see. Dean's phone rings, and it's Sam. Sam needs his help. So what has everyone all messed up? Sam found a baby at the house. Uh, Dean is making sure that Lisa knows how to shoot a gun before he leaves to go help Sam. Sam and Dean try to figure out what they're dealing with, but all they have to go on is that it didn't like silver very much. The baby farts, and Dean says they need supplies. Baby supplies. Uh, they go shopping in the store for baby supplies. It's really sweet and really cute. They're both way in. They're uh -huh. both in way over their heads. A woman comes up and starts cooing at the baby. She offers to change his diaper, but Dean catches a glimpse of her reflective eyes in the security camera. She takes off with the baby, and Dean chases her. They manage to get the baby back, and Dean tackles her. But a store clerk. If my mouth could work today, that would be great. <sighs> But a store clerk pulls him off her, and they make their escape. However, the shifter saw the plates, so they initiate. They imitate a police officer to get the location on the place. On the plates. Uh, Dean is changing the baby, whose name is Bobby John, and Sam comments that Dean has a natural paternal instinct. Woof. It's so cute. Dean yeah. talks about how he's lately had to figure out how to be a parent so he can be a good dad to Ben, and talks about how he doesn't want to be like John. Sam says that keeping them on lockdown for their safety is exactly what John did. Oof. Sam makes a break in the case. The father of one of the babies is still alive because he wasn't living in the house at the time. Sam goes off alone to interview him, since Dean is on baby duty, and turns out that he filed for divorce because his wife was cheating on him, but she insisted that the baby was his, that he came home early from a trip and they, you know, did it. These poor uh, with... people, these, this, the shapeshifter ruined their lives and also, you know, killed, them. killed, killed her. Yeah. Uh, with Dean, Bobby John starts crying, and then there's a splat, there's blood and skin on the wall. Uh-oh. Sam calls and tells Dean about his break, just as Dean makes his own. Sam thinks the shifter is the baby's dad, which is corroborated by the fact that the baby Dean picks up is not, in fact, the same baby. We know this because now the baby is black when he was white before. And he uh -huh. looks like a, the baby on the nearby box of diapers, which I assume means he imitated the baby. Yeah. I always, I always thought it was weird how similar they looked. It never clicked that the baby was imitating that image of a baby. I thought it was just random, and they were like, oh, black babies. And I'm like, okay. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Dean is trying to calm down Bobby John. 
When there's a knock from management, of course, it's the shifter who breaks in and tries to get the baby. Sam shows up just in time to shoot him, and they make their escape. However, before the shifter's death, he mentions an our father. Hmm, weird. Hmm. In the car, they have a conversation about at what point does a baby monster become a monster, etc. And Sam has the bright idea to take the baby to Samuel, who is sure to know what to do with him. Dean is understandably wary of bringing a shifter into a den of hunters, but Sam isn't worried because they're family. Everyone is being fucking weird, and Dean is being extremely jumpy, and Samuel makes him hand over the baby. We'll talk about this scene in more detail, but basically what it comes down to is Samuel hands over the baby to Christian, who's been trying to have a baby and hasn't been successful. Dean's in the middle of trying to start something when the dogs bark outside. Dean and Sam take Bobby John downstairs to the panic room while everyone else gets ready to defend the place. A different shapeshifter. We know he's different because the other one is dead, remember? He comes looking in for, like, he comes in looking like Samuel. <laughs> Shut up! The Campbells try to incapacitate the shifter, but he takes bullets and elephant tranquilizer like a champ. He kills Mark easily, and from downstairs, Sam and Dean hear the crashing. Then the shifter, looking like Sam, shows up at the panic room door. He easily pulls it off its hinges. He knocks Sam out and then quickly changes into Dean without shedding his skin. Huh, that's weird. And he takes Bobby mm. John and leaves. Sam and Samuel theorize that that shifter was an alpha, a.k.a. the father of all shapeshifters. Dean yeah. gets mad because he thinks Sam was using the baby as bait. You know how it goes. We see Samuel sitting alone talking to someone on the phone. Oh no, he's working for some shady, shadowy person we don't know. Dean heads back to his and Lisa's and he talks about how he doesn't know what to do. Lisa doesn't care what's safer, but she wants Dean out hunting when he needs to and back there with her and Ben when she when he can. Smoke on the water plays as Dean pulls out the pulls the tarp off the Impala. Baby, the end. Um Yeah, that was the yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, just to just to go into Adam Glass for a second, yeah, this is his first uh, Supernatural episode he's written. He will go on to write a bunch more up until, like, season 10, well, which is when he leaves the show. Um, he has written for a bunch of, like, uh, cop shows, uh, or, uh, yeah, Cold Case, uh, Criminal Minds. Uh, he also worked on The Cleaner and Blue Collar TV. Uh, and has written for Marvel. He wrote uh, the New 52 run of Suicide Squad and uh, the Joker Death of the Family 2013. Oh, I think I own that stuff. one. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a good episode, I think. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, also, uh, he's we're, he's cre he's the creator of uh, the, the TV series In From the Cold, which appears to be based on the uh, John Le Carre uh, novel, The Spy Who Came In From the Cold or whatever. It's I think that's what it's called. Something like that. Um, and uh, the the protagonist is a uh, former Russian spy who has the ability to shapeshift. <laughs> so that's a fun bit of uh, continuity, I guess. Yeah, I like when writers have consistent themes. Mm -hmm. So true. Um, so I watched this episode in the car for the first 20 minutes um so the fight scene was literally unwatchable as in i could not see it um <laughs> because it is in the well the the like the cold open and the fight scene because it is very dark in both of those scenes and so i could not see anything yeah. but it's okay because i didn't need to see either of those things um that's fine but also i don't have notes the battle for rages. the first 20 minutes but i know what happens that's all right. and i yeah want to talk about the ben scene and like nothing else so <laughs> yeah um also uh john f uh showalter is uh also directed dead men don't wear plaid so we have seen him one time before mm -hmm. uh he will work for the show until season 15 he is uh one of the longest recurring directors that in the show wow 10 so, years directing the same show yeah 
Poof. Um, but yeah, the episode. Uh, boy, this cold open is uh, rough. Yeah. They really know how to pull your heartstrings. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a mom and her baby, and she's covered in blood. Like, it's the most, like, uh, one, one of the things that human beings in general would be most sympathetic towards. Mm-hmm. It's a baby. Episode's designed to give you baby fever. Yep. Literally uh, so true. Her hand's all covered in blood, and, like, we have a really good start here, but it's, like, the slow pan up the fireplace to, like, the picture of, like, her and her husband on the, um, lant on the lintel of the fireplace, and then, like, her bloody hand slams into it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's good. It's very, very classic horror. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she, she gets killed, rip, and the baby gets left behind. Um, Dean's... Going through his stuff, they're like packing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, I think they're well, they're unpacking. Oh, right, right, right. Because they've moved already. Right, 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 right. This is the new house already. Yeah, so we've had a bit of a time skip. Probably took them a while to move and find a new place and everything. I think the time skips between episodes are generally supposed to be something like real time, um, just because like that explains, I don't know, like the gap. It makes it easier, right? Exactly. Um, so it's been probably about a week between. I mean, just because, like, in general, if that's, that's the, how they work. Right, but wouldn't if that's the case, wouldn't we be a year ahead at this point because we had a year-long time skip and this aired in 2010 still? Yeah, we had a year-long time skip. Don't from, think about well, it too maybe hard. maybe last season wasn't real time because everything in the last few episodes was happening sure, like, right. right on top of each other. Fair enough. I just like to think about this year or this show taking place a year in the future. It's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, guys, Dean's only been dead one year, not two. God, what the fuck? It's been two years. Okay, I'm so normal about this. Mm hmm. Um. Sam investigates, and then Dean orders pizza despite saying that they would go out for lunch. Like Ash said in the synopsis, it's really good because like. We know he's be doing this on purpose for like his protective instincts, but like, yeah. what a dick move! Yeah, mm-hmm. I find it funny that it's one cheese, one everything the two opposite ends of the pizza spectrum. Why are you getting two so pies for three people? You need he's a 16 man. slices, that's more than five per person on average. That's, I mean, I guess if you're that's guaranteeing a, that's leftovers, a reasonable that's... amount of pizza. Ben's a, Ben's a growing boy, everyone's mm-hmm. gotta eat five that's slices. Like... Well, we all know Dean likes pizza. Yeah, yeah but I mean, we got two on. grown adults and a and like a preteen. And you still That's, don't. I think eat, two you do not need two pies for that. You don't. You simply don't. I usually, on average, eat two or three slices of pizza. Yeah, and if you had two, then you would still have extra if you bought one pie. I don't know. I think two pizzas is a reasonable amount for three. I people. think it's silly, but all right, I'll let it go. Worst worst case scenario is you some leftover pizzas. Obviously. You can heat those up later. But... It just feels like so much pizza. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's so not the point. Let's move forward. <laughs> um, Samuel and Sam continue talking about the case. Like you said, um, either way, it's baby stew, which is bad. This show is so much. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love it. Um, and Sam makes like this sigh and Samuel goes, am I boring you? You got someplace you need to be? And Sam goes, no, I get it. Um, Samuel says, good, you know, sometimes I worry, wonder about you. And Sam says, sometimes I wonder about me, too. What's hmm. up with Sam this season? Hmm. I'm sorry, Sam. Weird. Is Baby Stu boring you? Yeah, it's almost like he doesn't care. 
but I like that he wonders. You two about are really laying too. it on thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's gonna spoil everything. Um, it's also really annoying to talk about Samuel and Sam having conversations. Yeah, it sucks so much. That's, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why I had so much trouble. You could just call him. You could just call him Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa. I'm gonna do that. Actually, it will make my life easier. Grand Grand Campbell. Gramble. 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 <laughs> See what you have released upon the world, Wyatt. Uh-huh. Uh, then we get the Ben scene. Hell yeah. Let's talk about this Ben scene. Let's talk about this yes, Ben let's scene. let's talk about this fucking Ben scene. So, uh, Dean walks in on Ben with the Impala open, and he's got Dean's sawed off in his hand. Um, he's, like, fiddling with it, and Dean snatches it from him and closes the trunk. And tells him not to ever open the trunk. Um, and Ben says, I don't get it. You had your own rifle when you were my age. Which is exactly the problem, Ugh. Ben. That's why he doesn't want you to be playing uh -huh. with it. <sighs> Society of Zine could just be like, yeah, and it messed me up. But mm -hmm. he doesn't say that. Yeah. Instead, he just says, mark my words, you will never, ever shoot a gun ever. Which I think he might have already done back in the Changeling episode. But that might be... Me remembering wrong, I don't think. Did he, he? I think he gave him the gun, but he didn't have to fire it. Maybe he gave him something. Um, hmm. But whatever. He's been in dangerous situations. I don't think he has fired a gun. But um, Ben says, "I know what's going on. I could help, etc." Um, and Dean says, "Shut up about the freaking gun, okay?" Because he's freaking out. And so Ben says, "Okay." So yeah. he's like shrinks in on himself and goes, "Sorry, I'm sorry," and walks away. And Dean doesn't fix it. <laughs> no. Yeah. The sins of the father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a dad, and he's doing exactly what he didn't want to do as a dad. In an attempt to not do what he wanted to do as a dad. Yeah. I drew quite a couple of fucked up emojis uh, in my notes for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... it it It's really good and tragic as far as, like, it feels like a Catch-22. Like, once you know about monsters, it really does ruin your life. Because, like, what is the solution here? Like, what? Like, there isn't one. No. Like, either either you, like, attempt to sequester the people you care about and, like, keep watch over them and, like, ruin their lives in terms of, like, forcing them to constantly move around or, like, never, um, uh, like, go anywhere without feeling unsafe. Or you, like, turn them into hunters, like John did to his children, and ruin their lives that way. Like... Yeah, and it makes for really good writing, because there is no, like, this is the yeah. right decision to make, it's just which decision yeah. is he going to make. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's, um... I don't think it's reparative towards John, but it is interesting that Dean now has to deal with the same like, situation, situations John has to deal with, and it, like, reframes that in a new light anyway, because, like, yeah. yeah, it's hard to do, it's hard to raise kids when you know that monsters exist. And I'm not saying, like, I think John could have made some better decisions about how he did that, but, like, yeah, I don't know. And, and the way they try to solve this at the end is interesting, and we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Um... Sam has a brief interlude to deal with the case, and then we go back to Dean. Uh, Lisa asks why Ben's been locked in his room for hours after Dean yelled at him. He says, she says, what did he do? And Dean says nothing, which is not true. He got into Dean's guns. That is a problem you should discuss with his mom. Um, mm -hmm. And Dean says instead, uh -huh. what did, Lisa says, what did you do? And he says, he got into my tools. I shouldn't have got mad. Those are not your tools, Dean. That was a gun in your son's hands. 
in your child's hands. Like that is that is a little kid who should not have access to your guns. <sighs> like the problem he's upset like, about, about is this? like he shouldn't want access to my guns. But like maybe you should not give him access to your guns. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa says you want to talk about this. Good for her. Um Yeah. And carrying she- on from what I said. Oh, this is where she's like, we, we need to live our lives. Like, we, we need some parameters. I need you to tell me, like, what we have to do. Because I have to go to work and Ben has to go to school. We can't just live in this house. Yeah. She says, I'm not arguing, okay? You're the expert. I'm just asking. Um, which is very careful of her. Like, she says at the end mm-hmm. of this conversation, you're kind of scaring me a little, too. Um, yeah, he's, he's not being a good partner here. He's not communicating. He's trying to take control. Um, and it's because of his trauma that's manifesting as paranoia, but it's mm-hmm. a shitty situation for all three of them to be in, um, and he's making it worse for the two of them. So, like, good on Lisa for calling him on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Sam has this fight scene that I couldn't see anything of. Yeah, he. This is where he runs. This into is where the he tests the silver knife, and that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't paying super great attention. Also, it was very dark. It's so dark. Um, sorry, just to go back to Lisa for a moment, because I did have one more thought there. Okay. I was like, this is partly why, I don't know, I think she's interesting. She's very much written toward, like, she is being maneuvered as a character to push things in the direction of the plot, which, like, you know, it's fine. That's what characters are for a lot of the time, particularly side characters. Um, but, like, I don't know. The way she's... <sighs> It's not as simple as her being just, like, the good partner who will listen and do whatever uh, you say versus, like, the nagging, the quote-unquote nagging wife stereotype. Like, she is more interesting than that, which is kind of surprising to me for for this show. Mm -hmm. Like, she's both empathetic toward him and also, like, is putting her foot down at least a little bit in terms of, like, okay, we need to... We, we need to live our lives. Like, I need you to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. It's like she's trying to do healthy communication, which I appreciate. Yeah. She's being a good partner, not in that she's being completely different, but in that she's yeah. deferring to his authority in this matter. Like, he does have expertise here um, while still not being non Not being non... Okay, whatever. While, while still, like, while still making a confrontation about this. Yeah. 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 But in not like a, an upset upset way, a way that's like yeah, just honest, very calm them. and communicative. Yeah, um, because like Lisa it. is it's supposed cool. to be this like perfect figure of like a woman that Dean could settle down with. Um, so she has to be like yeah, straddling that balance perfectly. But it's it's well done anyway. Yeah, and it's also interesting in terms of like for her interiority. Like, it, how much of this is she doing deliberately, like to be that perfect partner? Does that make any mm-hmm. sense? Like, like narratively, she has to be this specific cool girl who is so cool about the monsters and also about uh, calling him on his shit. But, like, how much does Lisa herself play into that I'm going to be the cool one about this? Uh-huh. I mean, like, this is the woman who raised an eight-year-old Ben to be exactly, like, 20-something-year-old Dean. Uh-huh. Which is still fascinating as a choice. Like, mm-hmm. genetically, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Who wrote that episode? Also written, but yeah. Um, Sarah Gamble invented Lisa and Ben. And the kids are all right. 3-2. Mm. There we go. Um, I do feel like 
I don't know. I like this Ben scene. I do feel like Ben has, I know it's been a few years and he's grown up a bit, but it feels like he's lost a bit of the like character he had in the kids are all right. Elaborate. He more now just seems like just a kid, like with the way he talked and like his yeah, that's particular. Fair. Early, early Ben was like very much a mini Dean where he was like yeah. super helpful and getting the kids to safety, the other kids to safety. Um, which is a consistent trait in that like right now, Ben wants to be part of the fight. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, Dean, Ben doesn't really dialogue. have hobbies or anything now. He wants to go for a bike ride. That's it. Regardless, though. Um, this, like, bait and switch is really funny. Of Sam being like, I need your help. Uh, it's like, I, I need you here. Make an exception. He's like, okay, what's well, some nuts you gotta threaten to drive by? And then it's a baby. The answer's a baby. Yeah. Strapped down in the back seat, which is, like, phrased so that it sounds like there's, like, a monster back there. And then there's just uh -huh. a little baby. It's just a baby. Well, spoilers, it is a monster. It's just a baby. Well. Yeah. Um, we, of course, get a, uh, a three men and a baby reference here. Uh, I didn't know that that movie was directed by Leonard Nimoy. Huh. Bro. Um. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 Sam says, welcome to the party, Gutenberg, because Steve, Steve Gutenberg's in that movie. Um, then we have... <laughs> Dean and Lisa practicing loading and prepping a gun. Um, Dean reminds her to salt the windows and doors. She says, of course. Um, and he's like, well, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe Sam can handle this by himself. And Lisa says, Dean, no offense. If you don't walk out the door, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> like, you're very annoying right now. Go. Uh-huh. They are really sweet here, though. Like, he, he says, I bet you're missing your ex right about now, the boring one. <laughs> She's like, shut up. And then they have a little kiss. It is cute. It is cute. Mm -hmm. I like that. They've been together for a whole year. That's longer than anyone in his no. entire life ever. By a long shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's settling down. <laughs> Sam's um, car beeps at him for... Yes, well, I was just about to bring that up. For not plugging in his seatbelt. For, mm -hmm. for not buckling his seatbelt. Um, and Dean says, what am I in third grade? A car should drive, not be a little bitch. <laughs> it's great. It's He's really funny. He's such a funny. freak. He's so, it's so funny. Of course, this Dean hates. This car is hates. a pussy-ass bitch woman yeah. for telling me to put my seatbelt on because I'm a libertarian man, and I think If I want to get thrown through a windshield, that is my problem. That is my right as an American. The, the incredibly un-PC Impala. Defiantly. Defiantly. Yeah. <laughs> like... He's such a weirdo. Anyway, um, Dean points out, like Ash said in the synopsis, that they need to get supplies. And Sam says, I've got an arsenal in the trunk. Sam is so fucking stupid. He's never had to deal with a baby ever in his life. And Dean's like, nope. babies need diapers, you dumbass. He's cool. <laughs> and Dean knows that there's some kind of paste or jelly you're supposed to put on their butt. He's He, <laughs> like, he doesn't butt. know what he's doing, but he knows a little bit. It's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Also, the box that they pick up in the supermarket literally says butt paste. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, grab that. <laughs> it's yeah. so cute. They're, they're just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. We're grabbing every product off this baby shelf. Um, Dean says that Lisa has a baby niece, so he's been on a few milk runs. It's so fucking mm -hmm. cute. And Sam goes, huh. Mm -hmm. And Dean says, shut it. And Sam says, I just said, huh. And Sam says, I just, and Dean says, I just said, shut it. It's really cute. But once again, Dean being made fun of for having, I don't know, feelings, being capable of taking care of a baby. I don't know what you're making fun of him for, Sam. It's kind of weird. Ah, uh, Dean is a mom. Is... Dads exist. 
This is a real product. Bedros butt, butt paste. paste. <laughs> product placement, then. Congrats, I guess. <laughs> um, <sighs> the baby is wildly crying in the checkout lane. Um, and the <laughs> Sam keeps saying, like, it to talk about the baby, like, make it stop, feed uh -huh. it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> he goes, maybe he needs a diaper change. And Sam, Sam's, like, whole face drops. He goes, oh, God, I hope not. It's so funny. That was like the best Jarpad oh, no. acting. Sam fans. Yeah. Bitchy Sam fans, we feast this season. Yeah. Uh, then this woman who is the shifter um, says, what's the matter? What's his name? And Dean says Bobby as Sam says John. Blag, Bobby John. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. This. Yep. Mm -hmm. This is what mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. Sam, how could you? Sam girls explain this. <laughs> yeah. Bobby John is like the naming decision of all time. But at least Bobby got to go first. I mean this is this is accurate to his character like right like we've to say he's yeah. talked about like Sam has become a John forgiving. apologist. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He was going to name the baby after his dad. That's their dad. Oh my um, god. dad. Yeah. When they're investigating to see He brought Ben over uh, to hang out with his grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, investigating when 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 Dean's investigating the baby to see if uh if uh he's <laughs> himself. Change. Yeah. Um he like lifts him up. He and, just like, fucking like holds, holds him, him at arm's length. Like, yeah, and like yeah. sort of peers around him. Uh and then he goes, Wah back at the baby. It's so funny. Yeah. He's holding this baby Literally like a football. Like my dude, my dude. <laughs> he does not know what he's doing at all. Um, but I mean, he hasn't dropped the baby or anything, so I guess that's a yes. point. Well, and then he gives the baby to the shifter, who is a old mm. black woman. The yeah. politics of this are diabolical, as you yeah. would say. As usual, Miss Gamble. Well, this is Gamble era, so we can blame it all on her. But this is Adam Glass's episode. No, yeah. Mr. Glass. Again, we don't know. Like, who knows? Like, what casting decisions are made around what, or like, who's responsible for specific characters like etc like side characters yeah. in particular but um but, but like uh, during yeah, gamble era or at least during season six there's like a lot more black characters than usual but it's always in like ways that are suspicious yeah. bad yes it's very funny how easily they get the baby back from the shift yeah they just like Sam. run through the grocery store and just like pass the baby back like whatever well, um, I mean, Dean chases her and, like, grabs her and her skin just comes off. And some, mm -hmm. some people in the grocery store notice this and are like, ah! Um, and Sam flanks her is what he what he does. He, like, goes around the front he and then collides Bobby with John. her. And, like, football tackles her and grabs Bobby John like a foot, like he's a football. Um, and then Dean just pulls out his knife in the middle of this grocery yeah, store. Yeah, what was the plan? Were you going to stab her lady. on the floor, like, in front of God yeah. and everyone? Y'all are gonna give Bobby John shaken baby syndrome. Leave him alone. Anyway, Dean it's miraculously wild. does not get arrested for pulling a knife on an old lady. Well, in the they just store. book it. They he run just, away. They run away. Oh as yeah, fast they do. They, they possibly do can. sprint away into the car, um, which she sees the license plate of. We've mentioned. Yeah. Dean can't buckle the real... baby seat. It's so cute. He's sitting we in the back like seat trying to get Bobby John into the, in the into the car seat. seat, and it's like the straps are defeating him. He goes, "The who designed yeah. this thing, NASA?" And so he just like holds his hands over Bobby John to keep him in the seat. 
It's very it's silly. So that's cute. not safe. That's not going to work. so Don't not do safe. That. These not guys safe. are going to kill this baby. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of... <laughs> no, I can't segue. We've got too much more episode left, but that would have <laughs> been a good one. <laughs> oh. um, we see the shapeshifter um... in his new skin, and... Then we cut back to Dean's changing Bobby John and says, I'll pay you money if you sit still. And Sam laughs, like, watching him. It's really cute. Um, now, the yeah. shifter's a cop now, by the way. Yes. But, uh, yeah, Dean's like, this is like diffusing an IED with poop. It's so cute. And then he picks up the baby and starts humming smoke on the water. Which smoke we'll on the later. water, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sam is like, you're just going to make it upset again. And Dean's like, no, shh, it's working. If I put you down, you're going to be a man about it? He's so weird. You're going to give this, like, two-month-old... No, this, this supposed newborn, I guess. Was there a specific timeline on how old this baby is? Uh, yeah, yes. Hold on. Let me Because they said the nine months they later it. they come to get their prize, but I don't... This is not a newborn. No, but... It's supposed to be. Uh, hold on. This is... The, the... I mean, babies on TV are never as young as they're supposed to be because it's really hard to get newborns on TV. They're so yes. little. Um... They're so little. Yeah. I don't know. I would guess a few months. Um, Hold on. I'm finding it in the transcript. You're going to give this infant baby a complex about gender. Six month old. There you go. And the baby goes to sleep. He did it. And um, Sam says, you're not actually, you're actually not awful at that. And Dean like brushes it off. And Sam says, no, you're like father material. He, he specifically says that he's like Bill Cosby, which that didn't age well. No, 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 no. Uh, Dean says that he knows Ben's not his kid, but he's starting to feel like, yeah, he is. Wah. Um, He says, yeah, I think about the way we grew up. I don't know. I kind of feel like I have a chance to do something different with Ben, you know? But <sighs> Sam points out that uh, he's not doing anything different. And Dean says, this is temporary. And Sam says, Dad always said it was temporary. He said it for 22 years. Oof. You want to watch out for them, that's great. Oh, I'm just asking, yeah. how do you do that and not turn into dad? And then Sam, Dean is quiet for like a long time. And his eyelashes are yeah. really pretty. That's the that's the theme of this season, or one of them. Yeah. And I like it. I think it's interesting. How do you not turn into your dad? It's so good. Oh my god, yeah. season six has so much that is good and still is bad. <laughs> um. So far, it's not bad. I'll allow it that. Sam's... Sam Dean realizes sends something Sam about to the go. case, and Dean immediately, yeah. like, they're both like, all right, let's go, and then they realize they have a baby, and they can't leave the baby alone, and Dean volunteers for babysitting duty. He says, you go. Yeah. He says, unless you got a badge for Bobby John, which is cute. It's so cute. They should bring the baby on the case. Just put him in, like, a little FBI suit. That's what they did with um, Bobby John starts to cry. Dean sticks a finger in his alcoholic beverage and puts the finger into Bobby John's crib, implying that he's putting it in his mouth. Um, and the baby stops crying, and Dean goes, it's good, isn't it? Well, Dean, no. <laughs> also, it's literally not. It's literally not. Alcohol literally is Literally, it's not. <laughs> the baby would cry louder, because I know this because I cry when I drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> if I was crying and you offered me whiskey or whatever this is, well, probably not. It's probably beer. I don't remember. No, it's not beer, because it wouldn't be in a glass. Okay, that's what I it's thought. Probably... Fine. Maybe it is whiskey. Bourbon. Yeah. I don't know the difference between Bourbon, drinks. probably. Um, anyway, if you offered me whatever that is to make me stop crying, I would not be happy, but I guess it worked. Maybe he's just sucking on his finger. Doesn't even care that it tastes bad. Anyway. He's like, oh, booby. Anyway. 
Sam, GNCAF. Um, Sam goes to investigate the case um, and does the whole, oh, the shifter yeah. tricked this woman. Yeah, we talked about all that. Um, which I that think happens. is good, like, writing in terms of how this conversation goes down, the way that, like, um, yes. we as an audience automatically understand, like, easily that the shifter came and impregnated this woman um, without Sam having to say that. Um, yeah, it's... Uh... It's good. Oh boy. I mean, it's it's bad as a scheme in that it's you know tricking someone into sex, <laughs> but um, as a writing conversation, it's good dialogue. Yes. Well, it, it makes sense that the the writer here is the writer for like police procedurals because it does very much play out with like the mid episode, like the in the mid episode plot twist of like, oh, now we know what's up, and then like, yeah, I I I was not, I did not guess this twist, and uh, oh. This is how okay, so we this is how shifters are born. Uh, it's kind of changelingy, but without the swapping, with instead a even darker way of of acquiring mm -hmm. the baby. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like this is always the way because, like, they would have heard about like parents murdered and babies stolen if it was happening every time there was a shifter born. So maybe this is new. Shifters can probably the same have way. babies together. Yeah, maybe. Um, or maybe this is, like, new for season six, the I, way that, like, Samuel yeah. was talking about. Well, and also, maybe they don't always, maybe they just, like, you know, propagate themselves. Maybe they don't always come after their children. It's just that, like, this one is the quote-unquote alpha, I guess, so uh, yeah, we don't know what he wants. Like, by the end of the episode, we still don't know what he wants with babies. Um, yeah. Even Well, and the one who was going around uh, impregnating people was not the alpha. Yeah, the one who took right. him in the grocery store right. and then turned right. into a cop is the dad of this baby. Yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, the alpha is just gathering people. Yeah, so I don't know. Like this, this the implication to me. Like later, they talk about like, well, shifters had to come from somewhere. And is it is it Sam who's like? I thought they were just like freaks of nature, like the X Men. Yeah, Sam says that. Line. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you're one to talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't born mutated. No, I know, but I just mean like yeah, that's calling that's, things freaks of nature. Also, the X Men have different backstories within themselves, but whatever. Well, I mean, they all have the X gene. Yeah, but it's not always active that's upon birth. Yes, no, it it also it frequently activates upon trauma. The comic nerds are fighting. <laughs> we're not fighting. We're literally Wait, agreeing we're with fighting. each other. We're, yeah, what? <laughs> um, I guess we're fighting with Sam a little bit. Anyway. Um, Speaking of X Men, I've started to read the the new like 2019 Hickman uh like re not reboot but like new starting off point. It's good shit. Modern X Men's really good. It's really cool. I would highly recommend checking out uh the start of that run. Anyway, um, so Bobby John explodes into goo. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's gross. It is pretty. Yucky. It is it's pretty good. gnarly. Um, there's like this terrible ADR of like baby crying like wailing hysterically then, over like bobby yeah. john looking mildly upset um bobby john yeah. who is now black really as mentioned great. yep match the baby on the on the pampers yeah which yeah. I, which means that they must have done like a photo shoot for this actor baby yeah i guess box. that's it's how they so did cute. it which is i would love i love picturing that it's so funny they like mocked up a box of pampers also, shoutouts to this uh, to this show for having real babies, unlike say Twilight. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, I was lo I was looking in the cold open. I was looking for a sign that, like, when she was under the bed, that the baby was not real. 
No, that's a but real no, baby. That, that baby was real. That's the a whole time. It's a real baby, which is why she's like doing a terrible job at uh, covering this baby's mouth. Because <laughs> if you actually did that, you would kill the baby. Yeah, please don't do that. Um. Yeah. Then the shifter shows up, and they they deal with that whole situation. Uh, he's like talking about our father, and we get the like. I I assume father and more of the uh. Um, like cultural sense F than like direct, yeah. But I don't know, cause like, I guess if I guess if I don't know, I guess it's like great 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 grandfather or whatever. Like if they're all descended from this one being, then there's there's fathers in there somewhere for all of them. I don't know. It's weird. I guess we'll learn more about it as the show goes on. I don't mind this though, cause I I've always thought shifters were interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sam shows up and shoots him. Dean's like, there goes our deposit. There's blood all over the yeah, rug. Really get funny. out of here. Mm-hmm. This is where uh, Sam says the thing about, like, the shifters yeah. having babies. Um, and Sam says, I've never seen a baby monster before. And Dean goes, of course, it's not really a monster. I mean, it's yeah. still just a baby. <sighs> when they play with More the concepts the of personhood, but then they just yep. don't. Like, they have an interesting and conversation, the and then they're like, well... Don't worry about it. Um, it's not its fault. It's dad's a shifter. They're still using it for the baby. Um, yeah. And Sam says, right, but it's a shifter too. Which, like, what is your plan here? You're going to, like, let the baby, lit, like, toss it back out because it's too small. And then when it grows up and starts eating people, then we can shoot, like... Yeah, like, what is your plan here? What is your plan here? Honestly... And your, and your usual bioessentialist, part... like, logic... This baby is destined to be murderous, and therefore you should strangle the uh -huh. baby, right? Like, uh -huh. they're not going to do that because they are not comfortable killing a baby. But this is exactly the same thing as the Rougarou situation in that episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. Except that this baby is born and not unborn. This baby is a is a baby who is, uh, yeah. Like, except for the hunter part, Samuel actually has like probably the best plan yeah. in this situation. Well, yeah. Let's like, let's go on. Oh. Because like Dean says, the uh, orphanage will be really sad when, or will be really weirded out when yep. the um, baby changes again. Um, yeah, well... And his idea, Samuel's idea is to just raise it, and then uh, when he comes of age, be like, you, you this be a is hunter? your choice. Yeah. Um, let's talk more about that in just a second. I just want to say, yeah. be before that, uh, they're like, yeah, like you said, take it to Sam. Um <sighs> To Samuel. Sam says, Grandpa. not every hunter is a head case. I mean, Samuel's actually a lot like you. Dean's like, I'm a freaking head case. <laughs> yeah, it's like, really cute. Uh, Touche. Um, so but then yeah, then we, we the meet Campbell's. this. We see the Campbell's compound. What, what the heck? They're living in like a... What even is this place? It's like a weird warehouse with like barbed wire all around it they're like they have like guards posted it's like off in the middle of the countryside it's like a metal gear solid like because <laughs> the compound you'd sneak around <laughs> it's like i think it's some kind of like old farm building there's like a what is that that like big tall um is that like a water uh container a silo or a water tower i don't i don't know what is that i've i've seen them around before Hold on, let me look. That's a silo. Okay. That's a grain silo. Okay, it's a grain silo. Okay, okay. Yeah, because so, yeah. you can see the little, like, tube that comes out that you use it to fill the tractors with. Yeah, so they're living the in this, like, 
weird abandoned like farmhouse, but but they're not living in the house. They're living like in the barn. Or at least they're or hanging out in the barn. I guess we see them in the barn. Yeah. yeah, maybe they have. I guess their their beds would be in the building itself. Yeah, but they've made this into their like their base. Yeah. Um. So Gwen comes over to Dean, who's holding Bobby John, and she goes, "Well, aren't you just the best disguise a monster ever wore?" And Dean looks wildly uncomfortable, and she goes, "I'm kidding, Dean. Relax." Uh huh. Again, they continue to have terrible, <laughs> extremely vibes. terrible vibes. Uh huh. This is where they circle him like a pack of dogs. I knew it yeah. happened. It's just this episode, not last episode. Yeah, they both they like come up in in like ones and twos and just like look at Dean and like and the baby and like walk around him as if they're going to mm -hmm. eat it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, right after that, Mark just like walks up to Dean and doesn't say anything. And Dean says, "You got something to say? No. All right. Well, uh -huh. you stand there and think at me." <laughs> and Christian kind of laughs at that. Yeah, Christian's just like fixing something over like sitting down. He's like got some kind he's of like circuit with board or something. Um, he's like, "Here, I was thinking we're family in a in a way that has like a knife edge to it." Yeah, because uh, he says, "Who exactly do you think we are?" And Dean says, "Hunters," and yeah. Christian says, "We're family." Um, interesting dichotomy there. Yeah. Mm. Almost like haven't held a baby since your mom. Yeah. It talks about he baby Mary. She was tiny so and bald as a cue ball. Also, interesting note. Um, Samuel still got his wedding ring on. Oof. Was he was he resurrected with that? Did he go and get a new ring? I mean, he. Well. He probably wasn't dispatched into his body because chances are he was given a hunter's funeral. Mm -hmm. um, but he was probably wearing it in heaven. So assuming... Sure. Because Sam didn't have a body. that He just got, you know... Yeah, he fell physically yeah. into the pit. Teleported. Yeah. Um, so presumably the reflection of Samuel in heaven is what got rebuilt on earth so sure okay i would assume he was wearing a wedding ring in heaven so it tracks that he would be wearing a wedding ring on earth fair enough it's like he got 3d printed <laughs> from the jpeg um all right fair enough anyway this is where mark's like yeah you could be a good hunter and yeah it's like this is where everything happens like you said um dean says you can't angelina jolie a shapeshifter great thanks show wait from your tone, that's a bad, a bad thing. I didn't get the reference. Oh, it's just because Angelina Jolie and um, who was Brad Pitt? Yes, and Brad Pitt like adopted a bunch of like kids. I think at least one of them, one of their kids, is a oh. black kid from Africa. I think. Oh, that. Okay. But yeah, that's the that's the reference he's making. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't land very well when the baby is actually black. And also yeah. literally a monster. Yes. Okay, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have six kids, three of whom are adopted and three of whom are biological. Um, the three who were adopted were from orphanages in Cambodia, Ethiopia, and Vietnam. Jesus. Yeah, well, that occurs. Um... And yeah, it's like I'm I'm on Dean's side here in terms of like uh this is continuing the themes of um hunters and children and yeah, like raising people into the that. life or like infecting people with like your knowledge and like um the way you see the world. Uh Dean's like there's too much mystery with his family for me to get comfy. Uh I think this is where Sam's like 
There's a round where Sam's like, yeah, I also am trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, We're right, all trying right to figure out who the... did this. <laughs> right before that line, Sam says, you're not the only one who wants to know. Yeah. Oh, also, Christian digs him about being a torturer. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. He says, your mind goes straight to torture. Don't assume that for everyone. I heard what you majored in down <sighs> in the pit. And they're, they're, like, on the verge of starting a fight before Sam intervenes. Um, but then Christian gets handed the baby. Um, yeah, Samuel it's says, wild. Congrats, so... it's a boy sometimes. Diversity win. Uh huh. It is a pretty the, funny the... line. <laughs> yeah, before that, he's like, You and Arlene still no luck. Christian's like, Not yet, no, but you want one? Yeah, we do. And Dean's like, Wait, hold on. Sam's like, Here you go. Congrats. And he laughs, is like, The crap I do for this family. The vibes here are so weird. They're awful. Mm-hmm. Dean has like, been. Well, this, we got a baby. You want Dean one? Yeah, like, sure. I guess. A few hours with his baby, and he's like, "Wait a minute, I don't. I, that, that's my baby, though. Like, that's my baby. <laughs> but we yeah. we had a rapport going with this baby. <laughs> um, and then the Alpha Shapeshifter shows up to solve this problem for the show, so we don't have to worry about it. Kills Mark. Rip. Uh, Mark just like runs from with a knife to stab him, and he just no sells it like he's the Undertaker and snaps his neck. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and samuel says something weird to christian about get the silver nets we're gonna box him up so whatever they yeah, did so, yeah, is like a recurring thing they're capturing monsters for some reason mm -hmm. there's like a long pause when the shapeshifter first comes in because it looks like samuel and like i understand an initial hesitation because it's like oh no what if that's the real samuel but then like it immediately doesn't even just... bother acting like Samuel. So it's like, why it's aren't weird. you shooting this guy? And then I guess they do, like, immediate, like right after. But... Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that it was weird because the shifter keeps changing into, like, he starts just to Sam for fun, and like into Sam and then yeah. to Dean. It serves no purpose. Yeah, You're not confusing anybody. No, he's the shifter It's thing. easier than hiring another actor. <laughs> Fair. Um, they shoot him full which... of these, like, massive sleep darts. Sorry, go on. Oh, I just, I just think it's... A... Honestly, I like the fact that he didn't try to convince them that yeah. uh, he was the real one. Because, like, that's... It's predictable. Yeah. So and it it's, like, like oh, not even a situation like where it would, like, make sense. Yeah, um, he doesn't need to because he could just overpower these people and yeah. take the baby. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think he's more just doing it to creep them out. Yeah, it is a power um, move. If yeah. I were a shapeshifter and yeah. I wasn't trying to convince anyone I was someone specific, I would definitely turn into the person I'm fighting just to get in their head. Um, but they shoot him. warfare. They shoot him full of these sleep darts, and they think it's gonna work. Sorry about my dog. Um, and then he just like flexes his back muscles, and they all shoot out like he's a JoJo character. <laughs> or again, I guess like the Undertaker, just completely like cannot be defeated, invulnerable. Uh, it's effective. Like, he's scary. He, like, rips the door off of, uh, the mm -hmm. safe house, like, barricaded panic zone room, that, yeah. uh, panic room that Dean and Sam are in with the baby. And it's, like, a big cast iron door. Yeah, yeah. it's big. It should not be able to do that. And then it, it, like, immediately beats Sam in this fight. Uh, and As then just, Sam. like, ripples to turn into Dean instead of, like, doing the whole messy, goofy yep. thing. Um, which is, which notes as very weird yep mm -hmm. and then there's like terrible effects where like the shifter is supposedly like grabbing dean by the neck and like sliding oh, yeah, him up the terrible. wall gncaf to be slid up the wall i guess um but he's like supposed to be choking dean and it just looks so bad yeah no it's it's no 
it does not look like he's being choked. I mean, the jacking is okay, but the effects are like he's clearly not being dangled off his feet, you know? Yeah. Star um, Wars did it better. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so true. But yeah, he takes the baby and leaves. Uh, problem solved. No ethical choice to make. Yeah, then... Um, it's supernatural. <laughs> Sam and Samuel are talking and, and Phil Dean in on this idea that it's the alpha. All monsters come from somewhere. Um, and Samuel says there's tons of lore about it. Interesting that we've never heard of uh -huh, it before, uh -huh, but all right. Uh -huh, I can uh -huh, allow uh -huh. it. We're in a new era of the show. We're trying new Bobby things. think Bobby would know about this? It is pretty funny, though. Tons of lore, huh? And then he like mentions something else and goes, that's in the lore, too. Like, okay. <laughs> Sure, sure, Samuel, sure. Yeah. Tell me more about this lore, then. Yeah, so there's this king shapeshifter who's the first one who spawns all the others, um, which is why it's super strong and unstoppable and can sense the others, including yeah. the baby. So, fine, that's what we know about Elphus now. He's got, like, an innate connection to the other shifters, which is interesting, I guess. Curious if this is going to be the case for more monsters, or if this is a shifter-specific thing. Are we going to get more, we'll like, out. boss monsters? This truly does feel like a tabletop RPG in terms of, like, uh, this is the strongest monster. This is, like, the upgraded, the stats-upgraded yeah. version We've of all the other a new versions area on of this the monster map. you fought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the, the late-game recolor skin of this monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think the escalation of its powers is neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like when you play Dark Souls and, and yeah. enemies that were mini-bosses are now just regular enemies, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, so um, Dean, now that he knows that Sam knows about alphas, has a little conversation where he's like, did you, you like plan to yeah. use the baby as bait? And Sam's like, what? No. And Dean's like, mm -hmm. okay. Hmm. What's up with Sam this What's season? up with Sam? <laughs> What's up with Sammy? What's going on yeah, with Sam? Sam? What's in your head season? there, buddy? Uh, then we have What's like, happening to you, man? A quick bit with Samuel talking to somebody. He's working for someone mysterious. There's yeah. like really close up on his mouth and then his eyes. I didn't like that. I don't like close ups that close. Back up. Let me see him. But it's fine. Whatever. He says it killed three of my close. people. Did it? I, we only saw it kill Mark, didn't we? I guess it killed two other people off screen. I guess. How many Campbells Maybe are the there? <laughs> Well, it was choking Gwen. I know, especially I since died. all of Mary's, like, immediate extended family was killed off. So it's like, how many third cousins does she have? I, I, I love the idea of Samuel just going around, like, um, like, what's-his-face in, in Marvel? Um, Xavier? No. Well, I, the, the spy. Why can't I? What names? The spy. Nick Fury, oh. <laughs> Bill Jackson, um, just going around like Nick Fury in the in like the the movies leading up to the Avengers, just being like, "Hey, I need you to come join my hunter team." <laughs> God. Hey, you a Campbell? Come join my super secret boy yeah. band. Yeah. So true. Um, but yeah, then we get this final scene with uh with Dean and Lisa. And Dean says, I don't know what to do here, Elise. I mean, if I knew for sure what the safest thing was, then I'd do it. Stay here and look after you guys or get as far away as I possibly can. But I don't know. 
And I get what I've been doing lately, you know, with the yelling and the acting like a prison guard. It's just, that's not me. You tell yourself you're not going to be something, you know? My dad was exactly like this all the time. It's scaring the hell out of me. You tell yourself you're not going to be something smashes my head into a wall. And Lisa says, Dean, can I be honest? Maybe we're safer with you here. Maybe gone. I don't know. The one thing that I do know is that you're not a construction worker. You're a hunter. And now you know your brother's out there. Things are different. You don't want to be here. Oof. Dean says, yes, also, I do. Whole, like, she says, I'm sorry, God. You can finish first. She says, okay, okay. But you also want to be there. I get it. You're white knuckling it living like this. Like what you are is some bad, awful thing. But you're not. But I'm not going to have this discussion every time you leave, and this is just going to keep happening, so I need you to go. And then he's like, I can't lose you. That's not what I'm saying. You're saying hit the road. Dean, if there's some rule that says this all has to be either or, how about we break it? Me and Ben will be here, and you come when you can. Just come in one piece, okay? Like, you really think we can pull something like that off? It's worth a shot. And this is the setup, and this is... I, I don't know how I feel about this. It's... I mean, Supernatural's refusal to make a decision, right? They're like, yes. well, what if we just yeah. did both things, where he goes to them sometimes and he is on cases also? Um, and yep. we'll see if, if and how that works out for them. Um, but I want, I'm, like, most focused on the way that, like, Lisa frames identity here, where she's like, you're not a construction yes. worker, you're a hunter. Like, you are a hunter. And, uh, like, what you are is some bad, awful thing. What you are, not even who you are, like... Not what you do. Um, the way that like being a hunter is consistently portrayed in, or constantly portrayed in Supernatural as this like uh, immutable aspect of like personhood. Like he he can't be anything else. He can't live any other way because he is a hunter. As in like is meant to be a hunter. Is inescapably a hunter. Mm -hmm. As if like being a it's hunter isn't just like going around in a car to shoot things. Also, the yes, I do makes me so sad. You don't want to be here. Yes, I yeah. do. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> um, the reason I'm ambivalent toward this is I very much agree with you. This is the show having its cake and eating its too, eating it too, and mm -hmm. its excuse for, like, doing Monster of the Week stuff, etc. But I do think it's interesting that they're trying to, like, I guess break the cycle. They're trying to try something different, like, yeah. that, that John didn't do. Mm -hmm. Which I I do think is interesting. Like they're deciding not to burn down the roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's like if John had told Adam that monsters were real. Yeah, or if it's like um, I don't know. John had just left like Sam and Dean like with Bobby permanently, and like visited them like in his hunt. That's what he should but have done, didn't honestly, like because Bobby can drag them with him. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely feels like they're vulnerable. Like, yeah. if any monster with, like, half a brain um, figures out that, like, Dean has this, um, they can use it against him. Like, this is the this is genre fiction. This is what happens Boy, when I hope that doesn't heroic happen. <laughs> male protagonist has a partner and a kid. Yep. I've seen Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, but at the very hmm, least, but... like, he's made sure that they know enough to protect themselves, you know, the salting and... Yeah, the... he has, yeah. He's given them the devil's trap. He's... Lisa knows how to use a gun, even if he doesn't want Ben to do that. And he's right for that. Um, so, like, he's he's doing his best to make sure that they can be safe without him in case he does need to leave them behind. And so now he's, like, has a little bit of a safety net to try leaving them behind some of the time. 
But also, like, this is so... I don't know, one-dimensional, Lisa is not the word... It's not quite right, but, like, she's so willing to just, like, devote her life to, like, working around being available to Dean, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, yeah, you can just be my every now and then he shows up husband. And, like, yeah. we've, we have enough interiority from Lisa to, like, believe that this is, like, maybe genuinely something that she would reasonably want. That was so many adverbs. Um, <laughs> but, like, the way that she wants Ben to have a dad and she likes that it's Dean because he's good with Ben. Um, so, like, it makes kind of makes sense that she would, you know, be willing to put in all this effort to make it work with Dean instead of not doing that. Um, but it does feel a little bit like he sure is the protagonist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Is that all we have for this conversation? Pretty much. Okay. There's not too much yeah. more to talk about until yeah. we get to more of what's happening. Exactly. And then the the last scene is just like a thirst trap for the Impala as he like pulls off the tarp and it's like beautiful and sparkling and close ups <laughs> yeah. all over it. Um, Smoke while smoking water starts plays. playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's baby. She's, She's back, back in the game. Yeah. So season six is off and running. Yep. Yep. We... Not a bad first two episodes, considering how much we bemoan. Yeah, I dunk on season six season. a lot because it's just not good. Um, but these episodes were a pretty strong start. They established what they needed mm-hmm. to. They were, you know, reasonable. Any actor facts for this episode? Okay, yeah, actor facts time. Um, so the uh, black woman shapeshifter was played by B.J. Harrison, who was Mrs. Curtis in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Denise in Maid, uh, The Biddy in Motherland Fort Salem, uh, which has a wild premise by the- apparently that shows about witches being hired by the U.S. government to like fight, uh, like fight things, to fight terrorists. I think maybe. Fascinating. So the exact opposite of supernatural. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, let me double check because I said that from memory. Um, supernatural drama, blah blah, blah premise. Conscripted in the U.S. Army, they train in combat magic, use their vocal cords to enact. Seeds or seed sounds, layering vocal sounds to create powerful spells. The series takes place in a... What? The series takes place in a women-dominated world in which the U.S. ended persecution of witches 300 years ago during the Salem Witch Trials, an agreement known as the Salem Accord. The world finds itself at odds with a terrorist organization known as the Spree, a witch-resistance group fighting against the conscription of witches. Okay. What the hell? Wild. There's a character in this named Anacostia Quartermain. Okay, well, anyway, is this based on something? I gotta know. No. Wild. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, and also, uh, she's Mrs. Bass in a series of unfortunate events, the Netflix one. Um, the ex-husband guy, who I don't think is named, uh, was played by Kirby Morrow, and, uh, uh-oh, everyone, it's another Canadian voice actor. Uh, sadly, <laughs> though, he passed away in 2020, uh, which is a bummer. Um, but he also played uh, Troa Barton in Gundam Wing, Van Fanel in sorry Von Fanel in Escaflone, Michelangelo Angelo in TMNT: The Next Mutation, Goku in the Canadian dub of DBZ, Cyclops in X Men Evolution, Rad in Transformers Armada, Moroku in Inuyasha, uh, Reza Reza Burl in Gundam Seed Destiny, Jason Jenkins in Kong: The Animated Series, uh, Gord in Dot Hack slash Roots. 
Hotshot and Transformer Cybertron, Ika and Oban Star Racers, Jay and Class of the Titans, Billy Katagiri and Gundam Double Zero, Anakin and General Grievous in Lego Star Wars The Yoda Chronicles, and Cole in Ninjago. All right, well, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, please rate and view us on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, send in questions or comments, etc. If you listen, questions don't just have to be for the the, the season five wrap up. You can ask us questions. Bleh. You can ask us questions whenever you. <laughs> Damn it! Have I almost made it through that? You can ask us questions whenever you want. Um, next time we have we'll be talking the about the third man and weekend at Bobby's. Oh boy. Yes. oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So we have a good cast episode, and then we have, obviously, a good Bobby episode. Although it cool. is written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, so heads up for that. Lit. But Third Man is written by Ben Edlund. So we got a nice and balanced episode next week. Yeah, Bedland cast episode. Listen, I've liked one, uh, I've liked a couple uh, Dabb and Laughlin episodes, so we'll yeah, see. they're not impossible. They're on thin fucking ice. The thinnest ice possible. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, until next time, we're going to be pulling the tarp off of the Impala and uh, zooming off into the sunset listening to rock music as we, uh, Hell yeah. as we're, we're feeling confident, we're beginning a new era. We have a new showrunner. Yep. We're filming thirst traps for our cars. <laughs> yep. The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find a link in the episode description.